Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. This is the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. I'm J.P. Shadrick with the best of the week from Jags Radio, Jaguars.com, and our social channels, Jaguars Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Friday, March 31st, and we're coming up on two weeks from the start of the offseason program, Phase 1. Weights and conditioning, that opens April 17th, and we're inside a month to the 2023 NFL Draft. The NFL calendar never really slows down, and it was a busy week at the NFL annual meeting in Phoenix, Arizona. Jaguars owner Shad Khan sat down for a one-on-one conversation with Jaguars.com senior writer John Osier. And after the success of the 2022 season and the foundation for success on the field moving ahead, it's a good feeling coming into the owners' meetings for the Jaguars owner. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really, really awesome to, uh, you know, uh, to have had the success we've had. Uh, last season, and more importantly, I think the anticipation, mm-hmm. uh, not only for me, but really, uh, you know, the media that's here, uh, and uh, just the folks in general. Tell me about your reception from other owners, maybe at the Super Bowl, and then when you see them now, uh, what are they saying to you? What's the vibe you get from them, I guess? Well, uh, I the vibe I get is uh, that uh, you know, I think we've cracked the code. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we've got a great uh, head coach, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a great general manager, and we have a great quarterback. And that's the trifecta for success in the NFL. And you're enjoying it. You've waited a while to have this feeling, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I think it's taken a while, but uh, I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad for me, I'm glad for all the fans. On the field, what was your biggest Maybe give me your best memory from last year. Because this team created so many memories, so many moments. I guess what stands out to you? Well, uh, I mean, what stands out uh, for me, really, uh, you know, in my experience as ownership, is the coming from behind. Okay. I mean, the consistently coming from behind, which, you know, has been unique in my ownership mm-hmm. experience, that uh, we're so far down and the fans hanging with us. Uh, you know, right down to the bitter end till the game's over and we won the game. Honest answer here. How many times did you give up hope and then have them uh, prove you wrong? <laughs> well, uh, I'm always hopeful. Sure. Okay. I'm an optimistic person. And uh, uh, so, um, you know, now over the years, bad things have happened to us, you know, <laughs> uh, at, at those times sure. that have gone the wrong way. So. 
But really, when you look at it, early in the season, I think there were like six games early mm -hmm. in the season we had lost. We were leading in the, right. uh, you know, late in the fourth quarter, and then you end up losing them. So this is where the script flips, and um, you know, and it obviously makes it uh, super exciting. And uh, glad it's going that way. The full conversation with Jags owner Shad Khan available on Jaguars.com. Now the best of the AFC Coaches Breakfast with head coach Doug Peterson Monday. Starting with the difference this offseason in maintaining the roster as opposed to building through expensive free agency. Looking back to last year, there were some things we had to we had to clean up, we had to fix, we had to add some guys, you know, some impact players, you know, which we did. This year it was about trying to get our guys back, the, the UFAs on our roster, to try to get them back. And it's the you know, it's the hardest thing every year with, with free agency because, you know, you're going to lose some guys. You know, you're going to lose some some great guys, which we which we have. But at the same time, we had enough guys still on our, or, you know, UFAs that, that we got back that uh, um, still give us that depth we need and still give us that the, the youth that we need and the competition that we need. And, you know, um, our philosophy with, when I say our, with myself and Trent, um, you know, we, you, you don't want to, if you don't have to spend a lot of resources in free agency, don't do it, right? You want to be able to build through the draft and, and keep your team, you know, keep your team coming from the draft up. So, you know, that was kind of the, uh, the difference, I think, this offseason than last. The Jags offense took huge strides as the season went along and in the second half improved dramatically. How can it take the next step? Yeah, I think the number one thing, that we saw as a staff um, is just some of the little execution things, the detail things. Um, guys are going to be much more um, comfortable with the offense, uh, more comfortable with the defense, their roles within both. You know, um, I think I think you know for Trevor, it's just understanding now. He 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 knows he knows Christian and Zay and Evan, and he knows all those guys around him. It's just now we need to we need to get better. We need to get better in the passing game. We need to we need to take it up another <clears throat> another notch. And you know, Travis Etienne, Jamichael Hasty, Snoop Connor, you know, guys in the running game. We've got to be better at at at, at angles. We got to be better at hitting holes. We got to see the hole better. There's just those little detail things that now in year two we'll be able. Well, year two for us, it's year three for them, but um, that they'll be able to see and 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 we can show them now on tape this spring. Um, those those issues and that's where we get that's where we get better and that's where we take another step is just the the details of what we're doing uh in all three phases and um you know that's why this offseason will be exciting to get the guys back and and uh, we're not we're not necessarily installing the offense again or the defense again right it's now it's just how we make it better and how we use our players better um in in certain situations Quarterback Trevor Lawrence played huge in the second half of the season, of course, and according to Peterson, it should jumpstart his success moving ahead. I mean, the way he finished the season last year, um, the way our offense finished, I mean, I just look at the way our team finished, and and that's something that we can carry into the offseason. Um, something that I'm looking forward to, as again, as we get the guys back. But that, that jump for Trevor, um, you know, is going to be – He's no longer starting at the ground. He's, he's now he's he's elevated himself, and so we just start there and we work we work up and and um, you know it's it's exciting to uh, 
uh, to be able to do that and, and have the energy that, that we felt at the end of the season. I think we'll still feel that energy uh, as we head into the offseason program. I truly believe that he, there's so much more for him, and, and, and he's, he wants that, you know, and he's willing to, he's willing to do what it takes to, to work, and, and uh, that's what you want um, as the leader of your football team, right? And, and that, that rubs off on the rest of your team. Now to the defense. In the first few weeks of the season and in the final month of the season, the Jags' D took the ball away at a pretty good pace. But overall, the Jaguars struggled to make a consistent impact against opposing quarterbacks. And that's priority number one for Peterson on the defensive side. You know, I think we got to improve our pass rush. Uh, I think that's, that's, uh, that's vital, particularly on third down. You know, I thought we were, we were good in the run. We just got to continue to get better in the run and, and, and shore up some things there. But... You know, I think, too, the, the passing game is the, the area that we have to look at and address this offseason and, and um, you know, clean that part of it up. And it all starts up front, putting pressure on the quarterback. And whether we're doing that with four guys or five guys, um, you want to see Trayvon take, take that next step in year two. You know, you want to see Josh come along again as an edge rusher, you know, and, and, and really in his fifth year, you know, make an impact, you know, with the team. And, and um, you know, we're confident that both those guys can do that. We're, we were excited to extend Roy, you know, and get him back. And, you know, I think, I think the Fotokasi is a, a guy that can really make another step in the, in, the, in the right direction within the scheme. And so the pieces are there. Um, and now it's just a matter of continuing to, to coach and, and uh, uh, improve in all areas. 2022 number one overall pick Trayvon Walker is a key piece for the Jags, of course, and he has a bright future ahead. You know, I love Trayvon's, uh, his compete. I loved his length, his athleticism, his strength. Um, love the way he practices, the, the preparation. I think, I think one of the things that, that I appreciated with Trayvon is how he, he kind of improved because, you know, some of these young guys don't know how to study the game as well and, and being able to show him how to study, what to look for, who to study, study great edge rushers in our game and, and try to take some takeaways from that. Um, and again, there's so much room for improvement with him. Just like just like Trevor, we can only go we can only go up, right? And and uh, he can be a really dominant impact player for us. And and um, um, this will be a good. Plus, he's had a, he'll have an off season to kind of rest too, right? He, he last year he was blowing and going with 30 visits, combine, all that stuff, and now he's had a chance to kind of recover, heal, get back in the weight room, and and start working on his craft. Another first-round pick from last year is also looking to steady his play. It's linebacker Devin Lloyd, who at one point was taken out of the starting lineup last year, but Peterson has confidence in his ability moving forward. It's high. It's high. Um, a lot of confidence. I mean, he really improved throughout the course of the year for us. Um, took a step in the right direction. I think I think a couple games in there where, where we kind of kept him on the sideline a little bit, you know, as the backup guy. Uh, really made an impact for him, and he's another one of those guys. Just learning how to, learning how to prepare, learning how to, how to study, how to, how, you know, to understand the game plan, his role within the game plan, um, are all things that he's going to benefit from. You know, this offseason. The entire AFC Coaches Breakfast appearance for head coach Doug Peterson available on Jaguars.com.
The third annual Jacksonville Taco and Margarita Festival returns to TIAA Bank Field April 22nd. Check out the best food truck serving up an amazing variety of mouth-watering tacos with margaritas, tequila, and yes, ice-cold beer. Cerveza! Fun for the whole family, of course, with live music, kids' activities, and so much more. GA and VIP tickets are available now at TIAABankField.com. In a moment, Pete Prisco on an offensive and defensive baseline. Bucky Brooks has the message for the offense moving ahead. Plus, Jeff Logman explains what Trayvon Walker's improvement should look like. All that after this. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JAGSCARD. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to the Jags Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. And the Jaguars are locked in for 2023. The thrill of a win and electricity of the fans make game day at the bank an experience like no other. So join your friends, family, and fellow diehards by becoming a Jags season ticket member. The fun is here and you don't want to miss out. So visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. We continue with the Ozone podcast this week. John Osier with CBS Sports senior writer Pete Prisco and the improvement expected from year one to year two, led by Doug Peterson. How much can a team grow? Doug Peterson talked about it a lot, but that growth year two, year three, or year one, year two in an offense, what can that mean? Have you seen an example of it in recent oh, fans can I mean, sort look, of latch on to? When you go from in year one, for example, if you're a rookie, you go to the combine. You do your stuff. You get ready for the combine. You're not really focusing on getting your body. You're getting combine body ready, your arm ready if it's a Trevor situation. Then you get in there, your head spinning. You're learning a new offense. Your head spinning. Install, install, install. You get to camp, and now you got live boats, and it's still spinning. And so you get to the season, and, and it, God bless him, but he had to deal with the, the embarrassment that was Urban Meyer, and that was a disaster for him. And so now you flush that out. You're learning a whole new system. And you get a head coach in Doug Peterson who's great for the quarterback. And he, now you play through the whole season. And it took you a while to get up to where you should be. Mm-hmm. And you saw it throughout the second half of the season. Now you come into the offseason. You know the offense. You know your head coach. You know your receivers. And all of a sudden you go, oh, 
This is the way it's supposed right. to be. And that's where Trevor Lawrence is. And by the way, continuity, we look at the Chiefs because they've been one of, the, one of those teams that's around, stay around teams. Why? The core guys. It starts with them. As long as you have the quarterback, that's first and foremost. But right. you have Kelsey, you have Chris Jones. You don't need a ton of core guys. You just need some. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback will make sure you are around for a long time, particularly in Jacksonville. How much uh, – I thought Doug's money quote, and it wasn't, you know, one you put out on Twitter. It wasn't a headline grabber. But he said, the heavy through his availability, we won't be installing the offense and defense. We're starting at a base, and, and we're just basically – taking what worked and growing from there. That, to me, said everything. It's it's so much better for the players. I mean, all you got to do, and, and I do think they're going to tweak defense. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they haven't come out and quite said that yet, but I think there's going to be some tweaks on defense. They're hinting at it. They haven't said it, but you hear rumblings like maybe they're going to do some different things on defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trayvon Walker's going to play more with his hand on the ground. I mean, that's provided you got to find somebody who can rush the passer, uh, but maybe they play you know, more of a conventional 4-3 in some situations. So I think it's going to, it's going to change a little bit. Now, how that changes, who knows? There's, I think they're still trying to figure it out. But for a guy like Devin Lloyd, and this was told to me, but he came out of college, they didn't have motion and pre-snap right, and nothing. all this stuff. And so he gets to the NFL. He misses most of camp, right, with the right. hamstring injury. Gets into the games, and all of a sudden his head's spinning. And you can see it on tape. Every, every, almost every play, Aluakon's telling him where right. to line up. So he hurt Aluakon because he wasn't focused on what he was doing to get him lined up. Right. Now he's going to understand what he should be doing better. That's important. That's growth. Somebody explained to me this way with Devin Lloyd and to a degree with Chad Muma that there was maybe a, a half step of hesitation because of what you're talking about. That flash of recognition, play starts takes you just that long and then you but you're a step behind the whole play correct the difference in seeing it immediately and being a step behind for those two guys can mean everything and I assume Trayvon Walker a little different but a little bit the same that recognition that they will see they won't have to think as much next well the linebackers it's it's see go see go and those guys were see think go right and when you're see think go you don't get there Right. And they missed tackles that way. And they had a lot of. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example: a guy who showed the growth we're talking about throughout the season last year, Andre Sisco. Right. Early season, eh, there were questions about him. I mean, let's be real. They thought he'd come in, be a big time playmaker. There were questions about him. As the season went on, you could see him starting to get more confident mm-hmm. in what he was doing and playing smarter and faster. And that's what you're going to get from a lot of these second-year players this year. The Ozone Podcast on the official Jaguars Podcast Network. Moving now to the Huddle Up Podcast Wednesday. Bucky Brooks and I got into the expectations of scoring for the offense moving ahead to move into the elite offenses in the National Football League. I, I would think with Doug Peterson, uh, the offense being his baby, the magic number that he's going to talk to the team each year is 30. You get to 30 point each week, it's going to be 30. You get the 30 points, you're going to win games in this league. And it takes the pressure off the defense being a what we call a shut-em-down defense to being an opportunistic defense, which is what uh, we ended up having last season, taking the ball away, getting timely stops in the red zone, making just a handful of plays to be able to get off the field to win it. But the pressure, the, the unit, uh, the side of the ball that should carry the water has to be the offense because that's where not only where the resources have been kind of expended 
but that's where I would say the best players are. Your quarterback, uh, you think about all the wide outs, you think about Travis Etienne in the backfield, uh, the offense has to be ready to go each and every week. Uh, I'll say this, and typically you want the defense to kind of guide you to the championship, but offensively, no off days. They have to be able to hit that number. It has to be 30 points, and so there'll be a lot of pressure. I think you'll see maybe a uh, more ornery Doug Peterson in terms of demanding a little more from the offense because he understands if this offense gets up and running and they can be one of the top two or three scoring offenses, the Jaguars are going to win a ton of games next season. Yeah, you got it's a scoring league. I mean, you don't you're not winning games. Uh, you, this is not the 2000 Ravens. They're not you know you're not <laughs> building on defense and winning at you know 17-7 anymore. No, but it's a different look for us because remember now for the Jags, every time the Jags have been good, it's been less about the offense and more about the defense. Saxonville and going all the way back is about the defense making plays. This will be a flip because. Maybe for the first time in franchise history, we're talking about an offense that is high-powered. I mean, putting points up on the board, lighting it up. And so, uh, J.O., I give him a, long, a, a hard time. John Osh is always like, man, let's put it in the air. Well, they're going to put the ball in the air because now the firepower is in place, and Doug Peterson is very comfortable with the quarterback to make it happen like that. Bucky, you mentioned something earlier and you know about Calvin Ridley and what to maybe expect from him. And you, I don't exactly remember what you said, but you said maybe temper it a little bit. What can we expect from Ridley? What should fans expect from Ridley uh, in terms of a number or, you know, you know, it's his first time on the field in a year and a half. Yeah, first time on the field in a year and a half. That's why I say temper it because you have to knock some of the rust off. It's hard to go that long uh, without playing and kind of hit the ground running. That said, if the Calvin Ridley that is uh, that was last on the field, the one that was a top five in terms of receiving yards, the guy that stepped in and replaced Julio Jones as the Falcons' number one receiver, if that guy makes his way to Duval, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem because he is similar to what we have but a little different. Spectacular route runner, very interchangeable in terms of where he can line up on the field, terrific pass catcher, and the big play element could come from Calvin Ridley because – not because of the speed factor, but because he is such a route runner. And if he can begin to command attention as a number one, now you'll see Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and Zay Jones. You can see their numbers explode because now defenses have to account for that. Because remember, last year, teams were able to kind of play the Jaguars straight up. They didn't necessarily commit double teams on occasion. Maybe they would go after Evan Ingram. Maybe they would kind of do Christian Kirk in the slot. Well, now if you have to commit a full double team, that means everyone else is in one-on-one situations. And so let's put it this way. If I'm in the offensive room, what you put up is four 1,000-yard numbers, meaning three wide receivers that hit the 1,000-yard mark. Travis Etienne is over 1,000 yards rushing. You do those things. Now your offense uh, as a byproduct of that production, your offense does get close to 30 points a night. The Huddle Up podcast runs each Wednesday afternoon on the official Jaguars podcast network. We wrap this week with Jaguars Happy Hour Radio Thursday afternoon. I asked Jeff Lagerman about the expected improvement from last year's number one overall pick, outside linebacker Trayvon Walker. How does Trayvon Walker take a step? What does that look feel like for uh, the former number one overall pick? Well, I think number one is, is that you need to figure out where he's going to be best at. And that's, that's a, I think, a coaching staff decision where they're going to have to look at it and say, hey, look, what's the best position that he can help us win? Is that focusing on one position? Is that playing multiple positions? 
Is that inside, outside? Does he need to gain weight? Does he need to lose weight? I mean, all of those things, I think, are, are on the table to find out what what role does he provide the best impact for this football team. I think his best position would be more in line with a defensive end in a 4-3 type of system. But this team has been running a 3-4 system. Could they tweak it a little bit and maybe run a little bit more 4-3 principles? I mean, if it's good for the team, okay, then you maybe look at that. What's the best position for Devin Lloyd? Right. There's another one. Yep. Another first-round pick. Can you do more with him as far as – having him be more of an edge edge presence with this defense instead of being a in-control linebacker that's in a two-point stance four yards deep. Trying to cover guys down the field, too. Uh, you know, and, and look, yeah. he's got to be able to do that, but the percentages of doing that versus lining up on the line of scrimmage and maybe being a guy coming off the edge, maybe you want to find a way to be able to do some of that well, with him more. So – those are the questions I think that this coaching staff went into the offseason. One, self-evaluation, and then number two, now where do we go from here? I guarantee you that was at the top of their list. Jaguars Happy Hour Radio airs Thursday at 4 on 1010XL AM, Jaguars.com, and the Jags social channels, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. That'll do it for this week, and thanks for listening on Jaguars.com through the podcast link at the top of the homepage or on the official Jaguars Podcast Network. You can get it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. And, of course, we love the feedback, so leave us a comment and a five-star rating. Enjoy the weekend, and thanks for listening. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.